This episode of Haunted AF is brought to you by Imbuze, a line of alcohol-infused kits handmade from dehydrated fruits, spices, and herbs. It's a great way to kick up your cocktails at home. Imbuze was launched by a cocktail lover and mother of four back in 2020 since everyone was skipping bars and drinking at home. It's an easy way to make all the great drinks you love but wouldn't normally attempt at home. Yeah, because half the time you don't have all the ingredients you need and wouldn't even know where to find them. For example, one of their more popular kits is the Old Fashioned with dehydrated oranges, sweet Michigan cherries, and handmade bitters-infused sugar cubes. It pairs perfectly with bourbon, whiskey, or brandy and makes 8 to 10 cocktails so there's plenty to go around. There's also plenty of in-booze kits to choose from. Flavors like spicy margarita, hot toddy, Caribbean rum punch. They even have kits for mocktails, so there's something for everyone. Follow them on Instagram at Kits for more ideas or head straight to their shop at InBooze.com. I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. Like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole. But there's nothing there and I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. (laughs) This little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. (laughs) So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up in just a little bit, we have some UFO stories. Yay! Also, last week we were complaining because nobody sent in uh, weird things that you've seen on the road right. stories. Y'all delivered. We yes. have so many of those, and that's all coming up. Yes, I love it. Don't forget, we are also posting on the Patreon. Um, It is Patreon, right? Yes, okay, Patreon. Now I feel like I'm saying it yeah. wrong. God. It's a real weird, it's so a real, sorry. Real, real weird word, Rebecca. <laughs> I swear we did not smoke pot before this. We really did not. We did. We did. Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, I don't even know where I'm at. It's a real weird word, (laughs) Rebecca. Weird (laughs) word. So yes, please check out our Patreon page. Uh, We are posting there all the time. So if you've binged everything that we've already done here on the Haunted AF podcast, guess what? There's new stuff over there. Patreon.com/slash Haunted AF. And before we get into the stories, I just wanted to remind everybody that the new Foo Fighters movie, Studio Six Six Six, opens this weekend. Did you watch it? I did not it's in what my, happened why didn't you watch it it's sitting in my inbox i oh. just ran out of time okay. i yeah. meant to yeah i'm supposed to be reviewing it right now and i'm not because <laughs> i didn't get to see it? it yeah the only reviews that i've seen so far are like this is bonkers so if you go to see studio 666 mm-hmm. this is very campy it's okay. just like old school super gory silly scary movie starring fun. the foo fighters it's supposed to be fun because some of the reviews that i saw were like what the hell were they thinking <laughs> And then some were like, this is so much fun. So just know that going in. It's like your type of scary movie. It sounds like it is. I think I'd be interested. Plus, if it's starring Dave Grohl, I'm going to be real happy about that. Yeah, the whole Foo Fighters. Love it. And here's the thing. So the premise is that, you know how when they recorded their last album or their last release, Mm -hmm. they said the house that they taped in was haunted. That was bullshit. That was all a setup for this movie. So that wasn't even. Are you kidding me right now? I'm dead serious. I feel so duped. I'm so hurt, Dave Grohl. I know. How dare you? I do feel a little validated, though, because we tried 
tried so hard to get him on the podcast right. to tell these ghost stories, and he didn't respond to us because he was lying. And yeah, which <laughs> I'm I can like, never trust you again, Dave Grohl. Which I took it personally that Thank he you. didn't Same. respond. I was like, Kelly Clarkson can write us back, exactly. and you can't. Right? Yeah. So it turns out the place wasn't even haunted. But the whole premise of the movie is like, so they're taping in this haunted place. Mm-hmm. Dave Grohl gets like possessed, and he starts killing the guys in the band so he can go solo. No, no one goes sees this movie now because I'm mad at Dave. I'm mad at the Foo Fighters. There's your review. Sorry, I didn't actually get to see it. I suck. All right. So, um, damn it, who sent this story in? Blue Lady. Blue. Well, it's about the I know, Blue Lady. I know. When I wake up in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and realize the cat just died and I swim the top of my lungs dead for a week. <laughs> I clearly just pressed the wrong button. I'm not mad that you did because that was the surprise of a lifetime. And what a beautiful tribute to the dead pet of the week. So that's coming up. That's coming up. Not yet. Here we go. Hi, this is Cheryl. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story about my blue lady. I don't know why I call her my blue lady. She wasn't blue. I don't believe she's an ancestor. I think she was tied to my parents' house. Family's house was built back in 1867 and it was built by a colonel who fought in the Civil War, and it was part of the land grant that was given to him by Abraham Lincoln. So I think she decided to adopt me when I was nine because I had been diagnosed with a kidney disease, which was rare. So I was very popular at the uh, teaching hospital, KU Med Center in in Kansas City. I spent a long time there. They didn't think I was going to make it. So my parents were very keyed up. I'd been sent to bed, and one of the rules they had was you need to leave your bedroom door open. And that hallway creeped me out. But I remember that night because I went to bed with my door open, and I know I'd been asleep for a little while because something, you know, woke me up out of a deep sleep. But I remember waking up, looking down that hallway. There was a woman leaning against the wall, staring at me. Her hair was up on top of her head in a very messy bun. She was wearing a long, dark skirt and a high neck blouse, and it looked like she was wearing an apron over it. And then it occurred to me I could see through her. And that's when I started getting a little bit freaked out. But then I saw her eyes, and she had kind eyes, sad eyes, and they were staring right at me. I wasn't frightened. I was terrified of everything, but I wasn't frightened of her, and I don't know why. And I was about ready to say something, and she kind of lifted her hand up like she was going, oh, it's okay, you know. And I just felt this feeling of calm, like she had my back, that it was going to be okay. And I went back to sleep, and I'm still freaked out by that. I'm like, what the hell? I have seen her numerous times. She's hanging out at my parents' house still. Evidently, this blue lady has been a part of her life ever since. And she said she has been like a warning to her. Wow. She's warned her away from men. At one point, the blue lady kept her away from a serial killer. So we oh need to gosh. hear more about that story. But we've heard multiple times lately about this kind of protective female spirit. So we actually have a couple of uh, UFO stories. Super excited about this. This first one comes from Aaron. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. I live in the White Rock Valley neighborhood and recently started binging your podcast. This morning, 
morning, I came across a post on Nextdoor by someone in the L Streets area about unexplained lights in the sky. Several people chimed in to say they saw the same thing. So I wanted to share it with you. I'm loving the podcast and the rest of my family does too. Thanks for making my work days way more interesting. Take care, Aaron. So Aaron actually went on Nextdoor and mm-hmm. was like, hey, contact these ladies with this podcast because they love would love it. to hear this story. But I also sent a screenshot of this conversation to Jesse Hawila. Is that uh-huh. how you say his name? Local weatherman. And he's super saucy. I love him. Like maybe it's a weather phenomenon or something. They always have some sort of weather sure. explanation for this shit. Just a quick reminder, if anybody does, if you ever see something on Nextdoor like that, that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, the Haunted AF girls would like that, please put a little note in there and put our email address, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com because we would love to use those stories. This next story, I don't know who sent it in. Listen, lately, guys, <laughs> y'all have been sending us stories everywhere, like Instagram and in chats on Twitter. So do me a favor. When you have a story, please send it to the email address just because I'm losing this stuff. <laughs> I have a hard enough time just keeping up with the stuff in the email. We have too many extras. We have a lot going on. Yeah, because recently I got this story that was amazing and I've been digging everywhere and I can't find oh, it. Oh, no. Yes. So please, guys, just send them to the email address. But the story says, hi, guys. So my best friend Noah and I started listening to your podcast and oh, my word, we're hooked. We've been binging and listening to episode after episode for hours. Well, one summer night, Noah and I were outside with another friend on my porch. We're just chatting and laughing like usual until I look over to my left into the distance. I noticed what looked like a giant star on the horizon, but stars don't get that big, do they? Mm, My friends noticed it too and both went completely silent as we stared. After staring at it for what felt like forever, the roundness of the star kind of came into question. I blinked my eyes thinking they were getting fuzzy, but the orb was flattening out like a disc. It then slowly receded into the distance and then seemed to speed up and fade away very quickly. It was too large to be a drone, but why did it suddenly turn flat like that? Mm. I didn't believe in aliens at all until that, and I'm not saying I believe in them now. I just don't think they're impossible anymore. Anyways, love your podcast. You guys are amazing and remind me so much of me and my best friend from junior high. Oh, I know. Thank you. I wish so badly I could remember your name. I love it when people are like, I just didn't think aliens would be possible. And I'm like, who's to say there isn't another Earth-like something out there and the aliens are just kind of like us. But I they mean, would be alien to us, right? They'd see us and be like, get the hell out of here. These people are awful. <laughs> well, I mean, that's true. <laughs> I'd love to believe there's a better world out there. There probably isn't, though. Yeah, they wouldn't let us in. Yeah, no. Uh, this next one comes from Jamie and she says, a few years ago, a karaoke friend of mine, Jan, sadly passed away from cancer. My friends and I visited her in the hospital a week before she died and she was quite literally skin and bones. Oh, Jan. It was tough to see her in that condition. When we entered her room, she weakly pointed to all four of us and whispered our names, then pointed to more people she apparently saw standing around us and mouthed what sounded like their names. Oh, wow. My friends and I looked at each other and at the empty space around us and were thankful we all had one another as witnesses. Wow. Oh, poor Jan. I know. All right, because once simply wasn't enough. When I wake up in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and realize the cat just died and I scream the top of my lungs dead of the week. That comes from Tiffany, and actually Tiffany has a story coming up later in the podcast. Love it. This comes from Tracy, actually. She says, thanks to Chris Jericho, I've been obsessed with your podcast. Thank you. See, Chris Jericho called us back, but Dave Grohl couldn't. So when my husband and I were in our early 20s and living in West Virginia, we were driving down a rural road late at night when out of nowhere, a white shape ran in front of our car. I was quiet for a second and then said to my husband, did you see that? He actually had. It looked like a white dog-like shape. In fact, at first, I thought 
thought it was a dog, but it didn't cross the road. It just sort of floated quickly across and then disappeared on the left shoulder. It didn't go into the woods. It just wasn't there anymore. Both of us saw it and can't explain it, but ever since we've called it our ghost dog sighting. Which is crazy because we just had a weird ghost dog thing that we posted on social media. Yeah. It's just a weird outside video and it looks like a dog and then it just blows away. Weird. So wild. Okay, guys, just we had so many updates from last week's episode. We got to hit all of these. First of all, I wanted to talk about the USS Arizona. So we had the story about hearing screams Mm -hmm. on battlefields and so I went online just to see if that was like a common thing to happen at the USS Arizona. What I did find was this story about a family who went to tour. So the USS Arizona, this memorial, it's the ship that sank during the Pearl Harbor attack. Mm -hmm. And so they have left the ship down there and it has this bridge over it. Just for anybody who's not familiar. But this family was taking a million pictures. And when they got home, there was one. I'm already getting like shivers. So this was the face that they saw in the water. <gasps> that Elvis? Uh, see, to me, it looks like a Greek statue or something. Also Frankenstein's bride. Or Frankenstein. Or Frankenstein. So wow. if you go to hauntedaf.com, go to the blogs, episode four, season seven. I'm going to post a link to the story and the photo because it is absolutely amazing. I also wanted to talk about the bird video. So <laughs> you're the one who brought it up last week, and that right. was just when it was starting to yeah. hit. The story they're going with. The experts, if you will. Yes, is that the bird were probably being chased by a predator and did not realize that they were pointed downward. Because if you watch the video, you can tell a bunch of them hit the ground, but a bunch of them catch it and swoop back up again. Okay, but what kind of like giant predator was after them? Because that was a lot of freaking birds to suddenly just take a nosedive. Right. You know, they'll do that. That's how they escape a predator. And they're saying like they'll have one bird that they're following. Uh And if that bird is just really dumb, they might be the one who's like flying down and to the pavement and not gotcha. realizing they're just panicking. Yeah. And so everybody's following them down and that's why all of those birds are going to hit the ground and die. This is an amazing life lesson. Don't put the stupid people in the front. Yes. <laughs> right? Don't let them steer. No. So we actually also got this on the Bandage Man update from Lisa. I am originally from Northeast Ohio in a town called Warren. My father still lives there in an old farmhouse built in the 1800s. It sits on 30 acres of mostly wooded property. He cleared out an area behind the house just before the tree line where he keeps a couple of old sheds. One shed has a screen door on it that my father added. My dad loves animals and is always spreading bird seed in the yard, so there are all sorts of wild birds out there happily eating and having a good time. How nice. I know, that's so sweet. One morning, about seven years ago, my dad made a cup of coffee and walked to the back door to look at the birds. He said he felt like he wasn't alone and looked over to the shed where he saw what looked like a man in bandages or burlap. He has since called him Burlap Man. For the few seconds he saw him, the man seemed to be watching and enjoying the birds as well. Then he looked up and saw my dad. Burlap Man stepped back into the shed and my dad jumped and spilled his coffee. Dad walked over to the shed and hollered in, asking if the man was okay or needed help. After a few minutes, he walked in and looked around but saw no one. There was no one there. Who could that have been? We don't know the history of the house, but our town has a river that runs through it called the, and I'm going to butcher this, Mahong. I'd say Mahoning River. Mahoning River. There are homes all along it that were used in the Underground Railroad. Many have basement passages that led down to the river, but have long since been bricked up and closed off. 
Dad's farmhouse is not one of those homes, but it is very close. So that's my story of a bandage man, a different kind of bandage man, but it was haunted AF. <laughs> Love you guys, Lisa. This story, I don't know why it really gets to me. I Yeah. Bandage man out there looking at the birds, having a nice little morning. And I couldn't help but wonder, like, is it possible that there's some sort of passage underground? Like, maybe he's not a ghost, and maybe there was something in that shed where he could escape. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. Ooh, I don't like that answer. Because maybe he's somebody who's living in the woods in his Just burlap kind of and off the grid vagabond type person. Right. Lisa, though, felt like he was a ghost. She thought that maybe he was someone who had been murdered and buried in the woods in burlap. And I like that story better. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, if there was some sort of underground something, he's lived there for 30 years now. I feel like they would have found it. It seems like it. If that existed. Especially since he cleared out that land. Yeah. It seems like maybe he would have noticed and then the process of building the shed out Mm -hmm. there. If anybody has any experience with these underground passageways, please let us know because I would love to hear more about that. Okay, so we also got a ton of stories. So happy about this. About weird shit y'all have seen on the side of the road. So this first one comes from Tiffany. Okay, here is my weird stuff you see on the side of the highway story. Technically it wasn't highway because we live out in the middle of nowhere in Mississippi. But me and my husband were driving down the road one day and we was coming up on these railroad tracks and we seen this full-on ninja, like black outfit with just a slit for his eyes, a big old sword on his back. The weirdest part though, is he was carrying a chihuahua. I don't get it to this day, I don't know where he was from, what he was doing, but that's my story. Ninja carrying a, a chihuahua. chihuahua. That's like a lesser known Marvel character. I was or gonna something. say I need to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> what the actual hell? Uh, oh, that's fantastic. We also got this from Angela. So she sends us lots of stuff. She's our friend who works with exotic animals okay. and insects. She has like the hissing cockroaches oh, and lizards in jars. She's love it. wonderful. So she posted something on her own social media just asking, tell me about the crazy stuff that you've seen on the road. And yeah. here are the things that people posted. A balloon hat that was twisted into the shape of a penis. A boat <laughs> on the ground. On the side of I-75. Not a dinghy, but a big fuck. Uh, I saw a girl being pulled over and about 15 state troopers walking towards her with their guns drawn. I've seen that before, too. Uh, Somebody says, a small herd of bison that was running towards me. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Multiple anal plugs on Cass Avenue next to someone's parked car. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Who wants to walk through that minefield? Why do you have multiples? And why are you dumping them there? Maybe it's a one-time use only. <laughs> do you think? I don't 
I don't either. I don't own one, Rebecca. I um, don't either. I'm just asking questions. It seems like most of those things you could just wash it in the dishwasher and use it. Okay, again. no, I literally was having that same thought. But then, do you want to wash it in the dishwasher, like with your plates and stuff? <laughs> and there's no amount of like sanitizer or dish soap to get that off. Sorry. Uh, somebody else saw a deer with a construction vest on, and then another person <laughs> well, said that's adorable. they saw a dead raccoon with a get well soon balloon tied to it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that might be my favorite. Uh, also, we got this one from Amanda. You guys were asking for weird things while driving. Well, about four years ago, I was driving home in January in the middle of the day on a residential side street. This guy was driving towards me really slowly with his arm out the window. I thought it was kind of weird, so I stared at him. When I got closer, I realized that he had a parrot on his arm and was cruising slowly so the parrot could feel the wind <laughs> in his feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Love the podcast. You guys always make me laugh. Amanda. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, are you still... <laughs> I believe I can fly. Oh, I believe I can touch the sky. It's like, come on, Polly. This is what it feels like. I'll do this for you every day, baby. I love you. That, that is a really nice parrot owner. That is the Would st- you drive your parrot around so it could feel the wind and its feathers? You bet your sweet ass I would. <laughs> You're so nice. I, I would, would totally do that. Uh, okay, and then and finally, we have this story from Sharon. Hey, Rebecca and Julie. This is Sharon. Um, I'm one of your yearly parents. Anyway, sorry to make this ramble. Love you guys so much. Anyway, I uh, was just listening to season three, episode seven. Literally just went, oh, crap. Side of the road. I'll make it as quick as I can. And I'm a rambler. Sorry. I'm a talkative McToggerton. Anyway, I was in Kentucky for my brother's wedding many years back. Driving back from like going to an after party with some other people. You know, I mean, we probably should have been driving. We were pretty hammered. Looking at the side of the road. I'm in the passenger side. One of my brother's friends was driving. Two other people were in back and they were just kind of half asleep, half drunk probably. Driving along and I'm just kind of spacing. Leaning out the window. It is summer. And I see these two men on the right of the road. They were marching. They were going along the side of the road. They were wearing uniforms. And you know where I'm going with this, I hope. <laughs> Kentucky. So I'm looking. I'm like, holy shit. And then all of a sudden, like, my stomach dropped. And I was like, holy shit. That's a motherfucking ghost. Sorry if you blew that out. But I was so excited. I told the guy who was driving, like, slow the car down. I want to see. I want to see if they're real people. And he's like, no, 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 no. He didn't want to slow down. I, but I told him to pull ahead. We drove by them slowly. And I look back at them. No facial expressions on these two men wearing their gray uniforms. Of course, being the asshole I am. Hey! Yelling out the window and waving my arms out. And we got about 20 feet ahead. And I basically did like a tuck and roll very slowly out of the car. What? And started to walk slowly back towards them. And literally, I got about five feet away. And it was like somebody put their hand over a movie projector. They were gone. That was it. And I was like, oh, my God. So, of course, totally psyched. But, yeah. So, there's a side of the road story. And sorry I made that really long and probably awkward. Because I love you guys so much. Anyway, thank you. Take care. Thank you, Sharon. What? Wait. Why did she feel the need to jump out of the car? <laughs> she said her friend who was driving, uh-huh. known as Duckman. His okay. name was Duckman was driving. Duckman okay. saw it. He doesn't like talking about sure. it. Though. So he didn't want to stop. So that's why she... Oh, so she decided to just, of her own will, like, the roll tuck on and out. roll. Good Lord. But thank you so much for that, Sharon, because we were able to tie this up in a weird stuff on the side of the road, also a ghost story. Right. Who knew that we'd get a combo? Yes. That's so, fantastic. Thank Didn't you. Think about that way. Yes. Thank Love you it. so much for that. So guys, remember, please send us all your... T- <laughs> 
Good God, I will get through this. I We're almost I can, there. I almost I there. Fly. Remember, guys, please send us. You know what it is, Rebecca. You know what's mm-hmm. freaking you out. What? When we finish today, Rebecca's going to help me sage my haunted house. Yeah. I think we're both a little freaked out about Maybe. it. Maybe. It could be. Yeah. Who knows? That's it. You're just scared of saging my <laughs> what creepy What a nice ass. surprise, by the way, that you had waiting for me. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Sage my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want you to cancel on me. <laughs> I would never. Okay. Remember to tell your friends, your family about our podcast, Hauntedaya. Sir, I thought I turned this off. You heard me. Remember, y'all, tell your friends, tell your family about the podcast, Haunted AF, hauntedaf.com. If you haven't already, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts because people there are mean. They hate us. I don't even look at it anymore. Yeah. Uh, We've gotten a a handful of really nice ones lately, but we we need more because it is strange how much people hate us on (laughs) Apple Podcasts. (laughs) And normally I'm fine with that, but when you see it enough, you really start to like believe how bad you suck. I'm a terrible person. (laughs) Uh, Also, remember to find the companion blog. That's at hauntedaf.com. That's where we're going to post all the pictures and the links. And you can go see the picture of the face by oh the USS you Arizona. Have face, you y'all. have to see that. And please keep sending all those scary stories. Bigfoot, UFOs, ghosts, glitch in the matrix, all weird shit you saw on the side of the road, all of it. Send it to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it on season seven of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. You ready, Sage? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> We're doing it. It's, it's real. Ever be. <laughs>